What's up, friends? Episode 7, we got DJ Ross Grizzly off a recommendation of Corey Chisel. Just two episodes before, we called up DJ Ross, who at the time was living in Appleton, through Corey's uh, Refuge Foundation for the Arts program, kind of a residency thing. Uh, he was brought up from Miami, and um, we had a good time with DJ Ross. We had a good chat. We put together a show in Oshkosh um, for the campus, and we did some fun things. Unfortunately, DJ Ross uh, moved back to Florida, but I think it was better for him in the long run. But hopefully we'll get him back up here in Wisconsin for something someday. Um, here you go, DJ Ross Grizzly. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? What's up, friends? We're back with the But Why Not podcast. I'm Evan Frymuth, here with DJ Ross Grizzly, and we are going to be talking about the Refuge Music uh, Collective community. I don't know the exact uh, terminology, but he's taken the DJ scene of Northeast Wisconsin by storm. He's a very creative artist who actually chose to flip-flop the snowbird effect. He decided to move from Florida to Wisconsin <laughs> rather than uh, rather than vice versa. So, uh, how long have you lived in uh, How long have you lived in Appleton, Ross? I've been staying in Appleton little under a year right now. August 21st will be my one-year mark. I came on Cortez and flew me up here last year, 2018, to come play a um, refuge um, block party that they um, threw that they threw up here. I I was supposed to be here for three days that trip and fell in love with the refuge, fell in love with Appleton, Wisconsin. Just was just just really taken in about how like how you feel. I never been I never can't been to Wisconsin before that. Yeah. And I was just taken in on it. So that three day trip turned into a one week trip. We had to go do uh, a couple of shows back in Miami and yeah, worked it out with Corey and everything. And Sweet. I love I fell in love with what he was doing here and plus I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. How did that uh how did that opportunity come about? Did Corey reach out to you? Did you were you kinda like Appleton, what's going on here? Were you pretty confident about the whole Well um that whole thing came that's kind of a, a, a wild story because I'm the official DJ for an artist from Miami by the name of Twelvelin. Shots out to Twelvelin. And Twelvelin was the first um, was one of the original Jameson on uh, the original Jameson Love Thy Neighbor tour artists. Okay. By him being um, by him being his artist uh, being the Jameson artist and I'm his DJ by default the way he performs I was allowed uh, I was allowed to attend that trip. That trip was fantastic. I mean, I'm just just laid out just all the way around and everything. And I met Corey on that trip because he's actually the musical director for the entire um, for the entire Jameson Music program. Mm -hmm. Me and Corey hit it off and everything, cracking jokes the whole time, drinks going around and things of that nature. And plus. Um, it was the day of the show and things of that nature. And I was just being helpful. You know, it's the first show. We were just still trying to figure yeah. things out and everything. And the the um, the run of show was going kind of fast. We had like an hour. We were literally just knocking out, oh, just knocking it out. We had like an hour 
before the actual final act was supposed to come on. Right. So me being the DJ, they said, wow, we need somebody just to play music. Right. I had already done my set, so I was just, you know, knocking back a couple of Jamesons. They asked me to come and, you know, just fill in that little slot, and, bro, I killed, killed it. it. I <laughs> killed it. It was truly awesome. amazing. Had people out there doing that electric slide. Everybody, uh, everybody had a great time dancing. Yeah. Like, even, even the artists got out there and started dancing and everything. And plus, and... As soon as I walked off that stage, I literally, that was the moment where my life changed. Corey came, uh, gave me a, a glass of Jameson, shout out to Corey, and told me that I was now I was now the official DJ for Jameson Whiskey. And a couple of weeks later, paperwork came in, and now I'm, I'm the official DJ for Jameson Whiskey. That's awesome. So then, how long after that, was that, did that come together with the refuge thing? Is that what that kind of meant? Um... So once, so once me and Corey, once me and Corey hit it off and everything after the Jameson show, Corey calls me one day. I completely forgot to tell the part yeah, of the story. No, Sorry. <laughs> so Corey calls me one day. Um, Miami, like things were just, things are just rough down on to say the least. So, oh, mm. uh, Corey just called me everything because at one of the Jameson shows, my aunt, my one of my favorite aunts had passed away, and I got the call literally right after the show. So I was like just devastated and everything. So Corey mm -hmm. called, you feel me? He's a bro, just calling to check up on me and everything, and nice. he. Um, also, he he just asked me, he said, how far do you want to go with this DJ thing? Mm -hmm. Me, I told him, I'll never get my answer. I told him, I said, listen, I have two. I'm a double major, went to college and everything. If I can walk, get away with life with never using that degree and pursuing my music, I will die a happy man. So mm -hmm. once I told him that, he loaded me up with dates and everything, flew um, flew me out to, um, uh, uh, sent me a flight from Miami to Appleton. Sweet. And it was, and yeah, I've been, I've been, I fell in love with it here. That's awesome. So, yeah, so this is something. It's a place where artists go to accelerate their careers. And that's truly the easiest way I can explain it. Okay. But it's a place where you go to, you work out. And plus not just, everything is not just about your career there. It's sometimes you need to work out some mental health things and everything. The Refuge is just, it's a great, it's a great space to have if you don't really have the support and mm -hmm. everything. And I won't say that. I, and and it was just, it was just a great, it was just a great place. It's great, great place to start maybe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, before we go to, now, now that I'm thinking about it, before we go too deep into that, I'd like to touch on it more because it's fascinating. Mm. Um, when, like, let's let's get out who you are. What, okay. uh, what, uh, when, why, like, why are you in love with music? How did that start? Oh man, music. I was a kid in the back of the class making beats. Um, always beating on a desk, always freestyling, like. Mm -hmm. My personality, I've always been like the party type of guy. Like I even hosted parties all throughout um, throughout college and things of that nature. And then, mm -hmm. to be honest with you, music kept me out of trouble, and it was a way for me. It was a way for me to channel all my energy, all my negative energy, into something where I can go to a place, play. These people actually hear the way I play, and I make these people feel good. And plus, it's always been kind of therapeutic for me as well. I've been DJing since I was 13 years old, and it was, I wouldn't change. I would never put down my turntables. That's awesome. Yeah, man. How did your parents just, did you ask your parents to buy you one or did you have to, like, how how did you get your first turntable? Oh, man, I started off, it was it was hilarious. Uh, I was broke one, it was like a Friday night. Big, big time party going down and everything, but 
I was also a game, a big video gamer. So I took my, I took my uh, allowance and bought a video game instead of buying my ticket for the party, thinking that my mom was just go, oh yeah, here, here's some more money. No, she taught me that lesson real good. Yeah. But uh, I got this best friend that stayed around the corner from me and everything, and mm -hmm. his stepdad was, um, shots out to DJ Lee, but um, his stepdad was getting. I was just walking the block like, well, no point in just being in the house. Done beat the video game that I just yeah. bought. That I just bought fifty dollars on. So I walk outside and everything, and plus I noticed that he was loading up all his DJ equipment. Okay. So he's loading up all his DJ equipment. Me, the natural person I I am, I see somebody moving some things. I'm a pretty big guy. I'm always offering to help. So, nice. um, so from there is helped him load up all this equipment and things of that nature and he asked me he said he was already a friend of the family so he like my i already looked at him as an uncle so it was nothing for him to call up my grandma and tell her that oh she, she he was taking me to the party and everything and that was literally the first day that i can honestly say that i chose to that i wanted to be a dj and i was just loading speakers and everything but i just seen the way the crowd responded to when you was playing okay. like those bangers and things of that nature yeah. plus it was it was a high that i couldn't even explain it was yeah. crazy you were 13 at yeah. that time 13 and wow. the crazy part was djing a part djing old school parties like that mm -hmm. that is my genre that i dominate in like me yeah. old school funk and things that need i can get to any party going with that old school yeah like the electric side like exactly said, yeah. exactly yeah. ain't no school like the old school yeah. <laughs> i saw your uh instagram video with Corey. you guys went to like an appleton school or something like that yeah <laughs> you're jamming yeah i don't remember what song it was but it was it i can't remember even i yeah. remember the video that you're talking about yeah what's your, what is your instagram where, where can people find it oh uh, i'm on all social media uh at ross grizzly that's r-o-s-g-r-i-z-z-l-y just, just one s um yeah r-o-s-s -S, sorry okay, I, no i forgot no, no you have a really fun instagram so like people should definitely go check that thank out thank you thank yeah, you thank you for sure i try to make it interesting i try to give y'all something to look at yeah <laughs> The yak and cheese. I thought that was pretty goofy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was at Corey's house. Me okay. and Corey, um, I didn't feel like going home for a quick break and everything because I had a gig sure. like right after Thanksgiving. So I just stayed up here with Corey. Okay. And um, yeah, I had to show Corey like that Southern style cooking, yeah. man. You know, my there grandma taught me how to cook a lot of things. I gave him the yak and yeast, yeah. everything. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, so... So you fell in love, obviously, at, at a young age, which is crazy. When were you able to first, um, how long did it take before you could put together a composition that you were like, all right, this is like something? It, it, man, it was hilarious. Like, is when you DJ, you it's certain when you come up in the Miami culture, in the Miami DJ culture, you just don't, when you say that you want to be a DJ mm -hmm. and you have like, uh, it's a it's somewhat of a DJ hierarchy. Mm -hmm. You got you have your own crew because equipment is expensive. So you, a lot of people come together and make uh, and make crews and everything. Okay, but um, when it comes, I'm sorry, I completely forgot the question. I, oh yeah, um, when like how long into DJing did you were you able to put together a composition that like you were actually proud of? Oh man, that happened around. I'm going to say 11th grade because it got to the point that, yeah, the, the the homies didn't even see me anymore. Because as soon as I got out of school, I'm going home to practice, going home to go get more music and everything. Because with DJing, it, 
your music is basically like your sword. If you ain't got the right mu um, music, your sword is dull and you're going to lose the battle. Mm -hmm. So it got to the point that um, it was the first time I they actually that um, DJ Lee actually let me go up there. Okay. Nervous is all outdoors, hands twitching. I'm pressing stop when I'm supposed to be pressing play. Nervous. <laughs> yeah. And then he get on. Uh, he told he just he just turned me around and told me to calm down. He said, "Go for what you know." Yeah. I never get those words. And plus, I just start playing the songs that I generally uh, that I knew for a fact that got me out there dancing. Yeah. Me, I've always been a big guy, but I've always been able to get out there and dance. So I just started playing the songs that I truly loved, and mm -hmm. from there, that's the way I really developed that go-to set. Um, that mm -hmm. go-to um set that where I know for a fact at any party this set is going to kill. Right. And plus, usually that's my old school music every to every time. Yeah. What's your favorite old school? Getting you out and dance. Oh man, give me give me cameo. Give me cameo on on candy by cameo. Okay. Then we go run it back with uh, all night long by the Mary Jane girls. Okay. Then yeah. <laughs> I have to see. I have to see that. I got to see how the party vibe. But yeah, you know, you little Luther Van draws a little uh, Casey and Sunshine band. We can go any which way you want to go with it, brother. Okay, that's awesome. Right. How? Uh, so, like, I guess, um, what, like, what, what makes Appleton so conducive to? Um, your work or to a, a creative like you and yeah we'll just start there like what what about the Appleton Fox City's Green Bay scene do you like um to be honest with you it was the mere fact of this, this might sound cliche but mm -hmm. in Appleton I'm a huge fish in a very small pond mm -hmm. um everybody's a DJ in Miami like anybody mm -hmm. who has a computer is technically if you have a decent library, you're a DJ. Sure. So yeah. then you have the factors of people getting looked out for by, you know, bigger cousins and everything, and it makes it mm -hmm. extremely hard if you don't have someone to put like to actually pull you up, which is which was kind of my scenario. But mm -hmm. when I came to Appleton, like I looked that first show I did, once I got off stage, I already had multiple bookings and everything and people just loved the it was just it was I think the fact that I People really love me for who I for who I am. Mm -hmm. Didn't have to change uh, change the way I played my music. When I first came to Appleton, I played my music the way I wanted to play, it. and I had people out there dancing and everything. So yeah. I just it was just a real good vibe, man. It was just a real good vibe. That's awesome. Yeah, Appleton is or like I guess Northeast Wisconsin in general. Yeah. It's a very open. It's a very open place. But like you said, there is kind of there is almost like a like a not cultural in general, but like. There's a scarcity of of new, you right, know what I mean. Right. So and they really accepting of the new wave, and plus, yeah, when you that accepting, you can't do nothing. But people are going to come here and continue to find this place to be the best place in the world. And I, I love Appleton. Appleton will always be always be in my heart. Yeah, it's cool. That's awesome to hear. I'm from here originally. Oh, so you got a great um, city, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, but. Uh, yeah, Corey was saying something about this being like essentially like a wild west in a way. Kind of, you know, I mean obviously a lot of people say the internet's a wild west. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's starting to change a little bit with how the like how the big social media companies are kind of tightening down a little bit. But uh it really is. It's kind of on on like what's the word? It's like, untamed. Un un yeah, untamed territory. There's just a lot of opportunity exactly. just floating around. And with with Miami, like in comparison to Miami, 
Miami's tame territory. Everybody wants to go down there and be that guy, be that mm-hmm. big DJ and everything. Right. Like, everybody wants to do that. But mm-hmm. in Appleton, not saying that it's not hard, but it's a lot more. It's just a way easier process here in Appleton. Plus, I got great support here. Mm-hmm. I actually have fans. I have people that yeah. come out to my constant gigs and everything. And Plus, cool. it's really hard to do that, um, uh, do that where I'm from. So, I, so like I said, I came here and found love, man. Yeah. Um, where? So, you, you were saying you have some shows coming up. Yes, sir. Um, where are those all? Where do you usually play? Um, I'm at Deja Vu on the last Wednesday of every month for a funk night. It's a place where we just go and we just take it back. We we and plus I'm not just talking about we playing straight funk. So we just taking it back to uh, 80s rock. We just we we just yeah. going back back like back in the day. Yeah. Also, I'm at the Cozy Corner once a week on Wednesdays for the, for the fish fry. And a few other, and plus I have a, co- a lot of other private gigs. Uh, also playing with Corey Chisel April 14th at the Howard in Oshkosh. Make sure you guys go out there and get those tickets for that. It's going to be a great show. Um, a few other things on the calendar. A few a few gigs for Mile Music and things and things of that uh, nature. Hopeland later on this year. Um, yeah, a few. Uh, yeah. I'm staying busy. Staying busy. Yeah. What's the uh, what's what's the favorite show you've played since you've been here? Oh man, holiday mischief, man! The Christmas show we did for uh, uh, for Mile, yeah, uh, not for Mile of Music for okay. um uh, the Refuge host is a yearly Christmas show where okay. we come together, bring in all these amazing artists, and we just go and just sing all our favorite cr- Christmas carols and everything. Yeah, and Corey thought that it would be real cool to actually incorporate a DJ. Yeah, bring in me. <laughs> so Corey had this great idea. To bring me in because I can't sing a lick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not singing a song out there. Sure. I was like, I, yeah. I sing with my hands. Mix it up, yeah. So um, I went out there, played all the all the cool um, um, Christmas raps and everything. Little Run DMC, little things yeah. like th- little things of that nature. DMX and, Christmas. Yes, sir. Yeah. Everything. You feel me? I, I had to bring it out. You feel me? That's why Corey brought me. Yeah. And also, I DJ that entire thing as Santa Claus. Okay. <laughs> so, is that is that on your Instagram, yes, the that, video that, that what, was that was the uh, to, from the chimney, yeah, to the, to the <laughs> flow. <Yeah. laughs> All these uh, toys gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was post of um, holiday mystery show, and I've just okay. never had one. I've never seen the town come together. Yeah, pack out our own, pack out our own. The most beautiful, uh, one of the most beautiful on venues I ever been to. Shots out to Lawrence, Lawrence, oh, yeah, yeah. Lawrence University. Was it the and, chapel? Or? Yes, sir. Oh, oh my sure. God, that place is amazing. And, cool, yeah. and I just seen the whole town come together for one cause, just for yeah. the sake of. And plus to see the kids, to see the kids. I'm dressed up as Santa Claus. Yeah, like you feel it. It was just a moment that I could never even explain again. Like wow. it was, it was the final number with Santa Claus is coming to town. I ran down the aisle, dancing yeah. and everything, having a great time, bro. It was just hands down that was my favorite show. Yet. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, oh yeah. So how often do you go on this? With this changing gears, people, I apologize. Um, how often do you leave for the Jameson tour? How often is that a thing? Oh, Jameson, Jameson calls us about once a month. Once and a month. We call them Whiskey Weekends. Okay. Um, there you go. 
We drank water all the week before, nothing but yeah. water, because, listen, you're going to put your own, oh, we're going to go through it. But, yeah, about once a month, uh, there are some changes going on right now within our tour. And so uh, we haven't gotten any new tour dates yet. But okay. uh, some things are picking up. We'll, uh, things will pick right back on up, and we'll be back uh, going out there and seeing all these great people and enjoying Jameson whiskey. Sweet. Do you do you tour with the same – It's uh, you're touring with the same people, just different cities, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, Robert Ellis, Drees. Uh, Shannon Shaw, who was here for the Christmas show, Kami, a local artist from Chicago, Twelvelin and me, and Twelvelin and myself, mm -hmm. Katie Schechter. Um, if I forgot anybody, sorry guys. Um, but <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I've awesome. truly made a true family with those guys, man. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. Like the, now I got a sister in Nashville, I got a brother in Chicago, and it's it's it's, re it's really dope, really dope. Yeah, that is cool. Do you guys, um. Has that tour ever came to Wisconsin? Not, Not yet, yet, but we actually are in. We're, we're, trying. we're, we're, we're trying to get something yeah. going. We're trying okay. to get something going. Okay, cool. I was just curious. I yeah. Clue. Um, awesome. Let's see. Um, yeah, so have you been able to um, maybe like like local music the music scene locally yes like how have you tapped into that has it been difficult to network do you feel like you've networked quite a bit with, with yeah, artists or, it's, around here? and once again time back to how great this city is mm -hmm. like everybody's so old that they're they're willing to work with you like people like john wheelock and jay council mm -hmm. um riley crow and everything people as long as and as soon as i came in and then Corey introduced me i had their support and their skills at at my whim, like mm -hmm. a lot of um, uh, linked up with a local producer here by the name of Caleb Tanglin, uh, aka Little Guy Z. He actually, cause I um, when I started my because another thing I did once I came up here, I became a producer, cause I always it was one of those things that I always wanted to do but never actually learned how to do it. Mm -hmm. So I just locked myself in my room, learned my programs and everything. And anytime I needed assistance, it was a local uh, producer here by the name of Caleb Tanglin. Also known as Lil God Z, he will come and literally just teach me. We'll hammer out beats, and, be, and he'll teach me. And the vibe was so good. We actually created an entire production. Um, we, we actually created a production crew called The Wilderness. Okay, and Dang. it's been it's been epic ever since. Um, we got an album dropping April tenth, same day as my birthday and everything. So yeah, it's coming up quick. Yes, sir. Is that the song you sent us? Oh uh, yes, Is sir. Oh, that... uh, that's The Wilderness featuring uh, Stephen Witchell. Okay. That sounds familiar. Um, he, Tempest, it, Tempest, Tempest, yeah, uh, yeah, Tempest Coffee yeah. Shop. Is he, does he sing on it? or? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Gotcha. Do you want to play it once? Sure. We'll see if this works. Hopefully this works, folks. We're figuring this uh, stuff out as we go. <laughs> um, otherwise, we can phone it up to a, yeah, yeah. To a mic. See, that, that uh, is it working? He's got to wait until it catches up. Okay. Is that, uh, or no, that, that clears things up for me. So when I asked you at first, when I said, when did you make your first composition? And you were like, this is pretty good. I meant the production. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really, no, that's okay. So now, now I understand, like, production came later. Yeah, I not
I say that just because it was a cliche term, but yeah, I mean, I've always loved music, always helped, I've always been around producers, been helping people out, telling, selecting sounds for different people. Yeah. So it's, it was just about time for me to actually come on in and do it myself. That's awesome. And am I right in saying? That that the refuge that the connection to the refuge actually helped you learn that. Yes, that's yes. awesome, man. Yes, it did. Um, the refuge gave me a place where I can just zone out the world and focus on the music and help the music escape escape from inside me. Yeah, that's so cool. Literally, like, have you ever? You are you a fan of Bon Iver? Do you know Bon Iver at all? No, I, I I can't say I do. Do you know him at all? Or? No. No. Okay. Interesting. So he's like. He's like a huge indie artist, I guess okay. is what you'd call him. Um, but and he actually inspired Kanye. So like Woods on okay. My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Right. Like, um, I'm up in the woods. Mm -hmm. I'm down on my mind. Right, yeah, right. like that's, uh, that's sampled from Bon Iver's song. Uh, anyway, um, Bon Iver was in that. And he actually, his family's from Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And he wrote that song that got sampled. Right. And like his first big album he wrote it like in his cottage in uh eau claire wisconsin which is on the wow. other side but uh it's kind of i mean obviously you probably don't think of it as a sunken place it's probably a good a good space but mm -hmm. it's almost like uh it's almost like that it's just that little like hideaway just like lock yourself up and make something yeah man and the winter helped out a lot with that too the yeah. winter helped out i mean I see negative 21 degrees this year. I thought <laughs> yeah. my phone didn't even go that low, but yeah. it was crazy. First time seeing snow ever in my yeah. life um, when I came to Wisconsin. So it was it was truly a time to really self-reflect and realize what you want to do with your life. Yeah. All throughout life, I was uh, all the reason why I went to college was to make my family happy. Glad I finished, thank God. But yeah. I, I, I mean, I always wanted to do music and everything. So I told myself, I'm going to take this time of my life now that I have my degrees. They always said that yeah. it was something to fall back on. So I'm going to take this time to actually do what I want to do. And this music is really what I'm so throwing my whole entire um my whole entire being into right yeah. now. Yeah. Did, um, did winter affect your music in like some in like a different way than you're used to? It did. It did. Yeah. Winter did. Winter put me in a. Winter made me practice practice DJing like I never did before because it was it was like the party scene. Um, in first on the producer level, winter made me produce a lot more nostalgic uh, sounds and everything, just yeah. sounds that were a lot more smoother. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I even used certain um, sounds that were titled Icy This, Icy That, Icy Snare, yeah. and everything, and it, it just put me in, I was always been a lo-fi, low-chill type of guy, mm -hmm. and in the winter, just it just cradled me. To be honest with you, I was sad as all outdoors when I seen the snow melt, and I was like, oh, man, it's over? Really? Oh, Damn. man, I was really sad. I could have got I, I can get used to this, man. Yeah. Literally just because it forced you into that. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That right there. It, for, it, it forces you. I mean, you can't go outside. So yeah. when you can, you won't be out there too long. So yeah. it was literally one of those things that it literally just pushed me in the right direction. It's like forced hibernation. Yeah. <laughs> and get it? Ross Grizzly hibernation? I loved yeah, it. Man, I loved it, that's man. Perfect. That, that was my whole... I actually have a beat that's called hibernation. Really? <laughs> it's a really sleepy beat. Really? Yeah, That's man. awesome, man. Who, um, how, like, how do you feel about, uh, or, or tell me the process, I guess, like how you hustle a beat or like how, how you get your beats out there when you, when you make them or 
Like, what does the process look like to get in front of people? Um, to be honest with you, you got to start from just building. I call it. I call it your your little black book. You got to start building that list of artists that you know for a fact. You know their sound. You know what they're looking for, and then you uh, some uh, you try to somewhat cater to what they're uh, what they're looking for. Like, say for example, my home, my sister Lolo. Shout out to Lolo. Um, Lolo likes things a little bit more up tempo. She likes to dance a little thing. So, I, at the gate, making sure my tempo's off right with Corey. I know Corey has a he's a lot more chiller. He likes to you know sing a little soulfully. So I know I'll throw in some soul sounds in there. And it's really all in just knowing who what you're doing now for my personal stuff that I produce. And artists just go through it and just see what they want. Sometimes I produce a beat that just strictly sounds good to me. And plus okay. other artists uh, other artists agree with that. And then that's that's another way a deal on uh, deal uh, a deal can get worked out. So there's a lot of different ways. Um, mainly just having good ties in the industry and everything and never be and if you're a producer out there listening right now just send your workout like if you have a beat that's finished and you've uh, not even if you haven't mastered it yet mm -hmm. send it out like you can uh, you can send it out to artists and they can tell you okay I want to use this but we want to go this way with the snares you want to go this way and things of that nature but that's how you do it you just yeah. got to hit the pavement your beats are never going to be heard if they're just on your hard drive have, have you ever thought about uploading your beats to YouTube? I checked your YouTube channel. And I just saw video game. Um, yes, we have. Um, because since my uh, most of my producing comes up under the wilderness, we have uh, we have a few. Uh, so it is out there. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Gotcha. Um, but like I said, um, I'm I'm making my first step into the producer world. Um, okay. With, um, with my so you're figuring it out. I'm figuring it out and everything, but things are going good right now. I have pe I have multiple artists using my um using my music and things of that nature. So things are looking on the up and up. I'm definitely optimistic about it. So yeah. so things are things are looking pretty good. That's exciting. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, what software do you use? For, for able production. to um for DJing I I am on Serato on Serato DJ Pro mm. and for producing me and my team we use a combination of both FL Studio 20 and Ableton Sweet. Ableton for, is better for different style uh, different styles of beats such as lo-fi uh, and FL Studio is lo-fi uh, Ableton is better for lo-fi R&B uh, FL Studio is a lot better for our trap and our to our hard hitting hip hop and sure, everything sure nice um so when uh I, for, I forgot what you said his name was but but when the guy around here showed you how to produce mm -hmm. um was it more about it was more about how to use the software and stuff like that right yeah it was because he told uh, oh his name is Lil, Lil god z Lil but um but it started off as me just getting a better understanding of what I'm doing, musical theory, things of that nature, and learning what a chord is, learning what a scale is, and like the small nitty gritty stuff. But he, the minute he first heard me choose certain sounds and choose certain samples, he noticed the one thing I always had in my corner. I had an ear for what sounded good. Right. And even with some of his stuff, I actually, we went back and tweaked some of his stuff up. I was like, nah, that ain't, uh, that's not going to work. And plus, he really respected my opinion. And it started off from there and we just kept going. We started lining up, uh, like our opinions started lining up even more and stuff like yeah. that. And even when we don't, we don't agree on certain things, it's dope to have two different aspects come together and create a product. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, the reason I asked is because we thought about like just 
messing around, seeing like Get into what it, you can bro. make. Yeah, absolutely. Get into it. Um, but yeah, it's just about it's just about breaking through that first step of like starting. But, yeah. But you have to know like, and where I'm struggling is exactly kind of what you said is kind of that building a scale. Yeah. Um, like how how to make a beat, mm-hmm. you know, just like the the back. You know the bass sounds and stuff. I'm gonna uh, tell you something. I'm gonna give you a little piece of advice. People, when they first start off, they start making beats. They literally try to make the entire beat as they go along. Mm. Create a eight bar loop. Mm. Add everything you want to that eight bar loop, and then create your beat. The beat is gonna continuously loop out. If you pay attention to any song, the ver- what separates the verse from the chorus to the um, to the uh, actual breakdown, th- that's the same exact beat, but different aspects are added in and taken out. Mm-hmm. When you have your chorus, you have all your sounds playing. When you have your verse, you usually uh, eliminate your 808. So when you start, when you actually set it up where you create one eight-bar loop with everything in it, mm-hmm. it kind that kind of helped me out a lot. Wow. Okay. And if you want, I can send you a couple of um, YouTube uh, YouTube videos. And what program you you are you using? Well. Because of that little uh, audio adapter thing we have, it, we, it came with uh, Studio One, it's called. Okay, okay. So I think it's similar to FL yeah, Studio. Yeah, Studio One is a good program and everything. If you, oh, uh, yeah, I just, oh, uh, I could send you a few. Um, There's this one guy on YouTube, he was really good at helping me out when Caleb wasn't available to come through and help out. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely shoot those over to you, bro. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Um, Awesome. So... I'm gonna we're, we'll we'll finish up with this musically. Um, who would you say you're uninfluenced, or would you feel, or who are your influences in production? Um, influences, and when I say influences, it um one of my biggest influences uh, influenced Earth uh, is for is Pharrell. Pharrell, mm-hmm. he always went against the grain. He always did what. It would. Everybody thought, "Oh, that's not cool." He was a skateboarder and everything. Even as his the sounds he uses in his in his productions are just off the wall. And plus, it really lines up with my personality. I always like being the big the big kid that was always a great dancer and, and who I played football too. But I was also on the dance team and things of that nature. Plus, it, I, it just really lines up with my um, with my personality. So I'll have yeah. to say Pharrell and Timberland. Those okay. two guys right there really crack a little really really made me who I am today. I grew up listening to a lot of Missy yeah. Elliott, a lot of Tim, uh, a lot of uh, Pharrell and everything. I just fell in love with their style. That's awesome. I just found out, uh, I just found out that uh, Pharrell produced Drop It Like It's Hot. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Dog, yeah. yeah, man. Crazy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just, I'm actually just starting to kind of research some of the old school stuff. Yeah, man. You can't, figure it you all can't out. know where you're going until you know where you've been. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, sweet. So, what's you, you have a tape? You have a tape dropping? Yeah, or like a, um, an album of some sort. Yeah, we have a me and my partner on Lil Gazi. The Wilderness will be releasing our first actual beat tape, and it will be released on April tenth, uh, two thousand nineteen, all major platforms, and it will just be. Uh, a bunch of lo-fi beats that's really there to help you guys chill out. Like, life is crazy and everything, and this is really something to help just mellow you out while you sip your cup of coffee, sitting at Starbucks or something like, go ahead, pop on the wilderness, man. Like, we just we just want to help people 
chill out, you know, take it easy and everything. And plus, we know that music is a very therapeutic for a lot of people and everything. So mm-hmm. we that's all that's the angle we wanted to give that to the world. Awesome, man. Do you do you freestyle? What do you do? Do you freestyle at all? Um, in the right mindset. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to get you back in here. Yeah, we'll bro, have to freestyle. Yeah, I would. De- we would definitely kick something yeah. for you next time we're here. That'd be awesome. Um, okay. So, um, shows at Deja Vu. They can find these all on Facebook. Do, do they? Yeah. Do they co-host you in the events? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Deja Vu co-hosts me on all on all the events. Cozy Corner starts up next week. So yeah, come on out, guys, and uh, come on out, guys, and come ch- hang out with the old Grizz. I love to see. You. That's awesome, and it's Ross Grizzly Ross on all Grizz- socials. Ross Grizzly on all social media. Awesome, thank you so much, Ross. No for problem coming. at all, brother. Yeah, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys, man. Appreciate you. Make the most of your day. Hey. There you go. Sweet, yeah, yeah, sweet. Sick, man. I appreciate it. Hey, bro, I appreciate y'all. Like, yeah. Oh, shit, my earrings. <laughs> Yeah, man, that, like that was that was dope, bro. Like that was pretty dope. Yeah, like this, like this, like this, like what you guys are doing, man. It's pretty dope. So yeah, yeah, I'm down with it, bro. Yeah, basically. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Evan Frymuth. I truly appreciate you joining us today. Uh, I know you don't have to listen to my podcast, and I appreciate that you do. And But why not? Our goal really is to talk to interesting people with a connection to Northeast Wisconsin and really show that there is interesting people from here that live here, that work here, and... Um, yeah, we want to build something awesome. We want to turn Northeast Wisconsin into the most interesting place to live in the Midwest. So we appreciate you being a part of that goal. If you are looking for fun things to do, follow Venture Wisconsin, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Venture Wisconsin, Twitter, at VW Fox Cities. And check out our events tab on Facebook and check out our website because we put together awesome events and we're always doing fun new stuff. Thanks for listening.